Thank you. Oh, thank you. Hi, Devin. Someone pass me a, that water over there. Hi, Devin. Hey, Cynthia, how you doing? Good. So I saw that, I know that you watched the Theofimo fight. Uh, I know that you also had a FaceTime with him. Talk about what you saw in that fight. Do you find him dangerous? Because I know eventually you're going to want to fight for this little WBC discrepancy. And uh, what did you guys talk about on this uh, this Wim uh, Ortiz FaceTime call? Did you guys watch it? You were going in and out, but um, you said, what did we talk about on FaceTime, me and Theofimo? Yeah, you and Theofimo. And what did you think of this fight? Um, Performance. We, it was just a brief conversation. It wasn't nothing too, you know, too much. But um, I'm not gonna say what exactly was said was said because we spoke like men, and you know, it was it was after his fight, so I, I give him that type of you know that respect. What I can say is that you know we talked about is a fight happening. He said go in there and uh, look good against Gamboa, and I told him congrats. So that's 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 what I can. Now, if you uh, yeah. defend your WBC belt, I know that there's the, the Garcia and Campbell fight. The mm -hmm. man that you should be fighting the man that's there on that, but the Okumo yeah. is a franchise. If you were able to choose, like, I know it's for the WBC supremacy, uh, would you just be able to take that Okumo fight if possible? Well, I'm not. In, I'm not interested in winning a franchise title. That's not something that I really want to do. Uh, but I am willing to fight for the, the undisputed for all the belts against Tiafimo. But um, to, to, to for the franchise is not really something that I'm looking. I'm looking or two or anything like that. All right, best of luck to you, Devin. Thank you, Cynthia. Reggie, next, please. Hey, how's it going, champ? Hey, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, you know, credit to you and your father with what you chose to do with your career, the route that you've taken. I see you guys working uh, social media quite a bit and, uh, you know, to promote yourself and what's going on with you. Just what's your thoughts on, um, you know, we continue to hear comments and negative comments about uh, the app and nobody pays attention to it, but it's it's kind of ironic because so many people follow the sport Monday through Friday on social media, but then when it comes to you guys fighting, it's this disconnect. So what's your reaction to that? At the end of the day, they can say what they want, but, you know, at the, after Devin Haney fights, people know the results. They know what happened. They um, they're tuning in and they're watching, whether they like it or not. They're going. They're they're gonna watch. Love to you, Saturday, Jim. Thank you so much. Um, Hi, Devin. Thank you for speaking to us today. How are you? Sorry, just just one one thing from me on that. There'll be a lot more people watching Devin Haney fight live this Saturday than there was watching Leo Santa Cruz against Tank Davis fight live last week. The question was actually in part to you, Eddie, so thanks. Hi, Devin. Thank you for your time today. Just one question from me. Uh, you've spoken before about, you know, this eventual move up to 140 pounds. I was just wondering how you're feeling at 135 at this present time and how many fights you feel you have left at 135 as well. Honestly, uh, my weight my weight has been great this fight. Uh, I, honestly, and I, and I say this from, from really the, the bottom of my heart if I if I had weight problems I would tell you like you know it's been hard but this weight cut has been unbelievable I think it was you know just from a year being off during quarantine and you know giving my body time to rest in and recover uh, I feel great at 135 right now um, it's so many big fights to be made um, who knows who, who knows what the future holds of course I'm, I'm looking forward to going to 140 eventually but it's so many big fights to be made at 135 uh, I'm willing to stay here for 
uh, a little bit longer. Thank you for your time, Devin. Best of luck. Thank you. Al Jones, please. Al Jones. Devin. Yes, yeah. speaking. Devin, how you doing, man? Al Jones from In the Ring. How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Good. Good. Now, coming for, looking forward this week, coming this weekend, uh, are you predicting uh, predicting any knockouts or or what can we exactly expect from you to see? Uh, I'm, I'm not really into, you know, predicting the knockouts because I feel like knockouts, you know, when you go looking for them, they, it's, it makes it much harder for, for them to come. But I do, you know, predict a very dominant performance. Of course, I hope for a knockout. I want to go in there and I want to entertain the fans and, you know, go in there and knock Gambo out. <laughs> if, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm going to go in there and I'm going to give it my all to, to entertain the people. Uh, KO Artist Sports, next, please. Hey, Devin, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How you doing? Good, good, man. Um, just uh, quickly, Teofimo said, uh, kept kind of repeating uh, in his post-fight um, that he'd love to fight, you know, the two-time email champion. He said, uh, what do you feel about that? And have you gotten anything from the WBC as far as, um, you know, like what's going to happen with you, with you two, are they going to kind of make that, that fight happen? Or I don't know, have you heard anything regarding uh, that situation? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, he kept saying that he was willing to fight me because he knows that, you know, it, that he gains from fighting me. It, it's, it's, it's something that he knows that he doesn't feel right, you know, without fighting me for, you know, the real undisputed, you know, everything, all the belts. He knows that he's not undisputed without fighting me. So um, that's all that just proved. Uh, whether he can say email, whatever, he didn't get the email. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Devinder Powell next. Here's Anthony. Hi, Devin. You okay? Um, just a quick question on the possible uh, Theofimo Lopez fight. Um, your, if, if that fight does get made, I mean, how do you? How do you see yourself winning that fight? Does he cause you any problems? I mean, you saw that you saw the win over Lomachenko. How how do you see that fight going down? What kind of things would you be doing? I mean, every every fight, you know, you, you you go in there and you can watch, you can look, you can watch as much film as you want. But until you go in there and actually, you know, go in there with the fighter, you never know what type of you know problems they bring you, what type of style they have. So I, I wouldn't know, but I do know that I will be victorious against him. I'm not sure how the fight will play out as of right now, but I know that I see myself being victorious. Good stuff. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Danny, Flexen, have you got one, mate? Hey, Devin, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. I wanted to ask you just a quick question about the uh, Lopez-Lomachenko fight in the Top Rank and ESPN both seem to market the fight as undisputed, which hardcore fans would have known wasn't entirely accurate. But I think casual fans may have been fooled into thinking it was for all four major belts. Yeah. What, what did you make of that? And were you at all offended by it? Yeah, um, I knew that the, the the casual, it was the casual fans who, who believed it. I knew that the real hardcore boxing fans knew that it wasn't a, a real undisputed fight. And uh, that's pretty much what the WBC said as well, that, you know, that it's, it's, it's not for an undisputed fight. It's for the franchise title. And um, 
at the end of the day, it, that is what it is. I, I knew that I knew what that it really wasn't for undisputed fight. So that's why you guys didn't see me splash on the internet or go out and try to prove anything because the after the fight, who did he mention? He mentioned the real WBC champ. So that's all that matters. Thanks, Devin. Best of luck. JL Bell, please. All right there, Brother Devin. Um, like earlier this week, um, there was an interview uh, through Ryan Garcia, and he said that um, he wasn't fancying a fight with you next if he defeats uh, Luke Campbell. Uh, what are your feelings about that? And um, also the comments of him saying that you're part of the four horsemen of the lightweight division. No problem. That's okay. Um, if he feels like that, then so be it. Ryan Garcia has Instagram followers. He doesn't have a belt. He doesn't, it, it, I really don't gain anything but Instagram followers fighting him. So that's fine. I'll move, I'll move forward and to, you know, the, the champions in the weight class. I would just like to say as well, that Devin is actually the only of these four horsemen that people tend to make excuses about not fighting. You know, you listen to Ryan Garcia, no, no, I'm not. I'm like, well, why on earth? Why are you fighting Luke Campbell? Because the winner is mandatory for Devin Haney. Why on earth would you want to fight Luke Campbell to become mandatory to Devin Haney if you don't want to fight Devin Haney? Right? Bob Arum says, oh, no, Haney, Haney's not in the mix. Haney's not in the mix. Bob Arum, I've never heard anyone talk so negatively about a fighter like Bob Arum talks about Devin Haney. I mean, he may just be bitter that he never got to work with him, but, and he knows he's the real deal. But Devin, you remember when we were at that press conference after the fight in uh, Phoenix and Bob was like, no, we're not interested in Haney against, uh, you know, uh, in, against Lomachenko, et cetera, et cetera. So if Ryan Garcia doesn't look at Devin Haney and think that's the fight for early 2021, he should pull out the Luke Campbell fight immediately because he's probably going to get beat in that anyway. Not going to fight Devin Haney, my bad. Thanks, thanks, Eddie. <laughs> Uh, Marcos, please. Hey, Devin. Good to see you, man. Marcos, was good? I'm good, man. Tired, stressed over this election here, <laughs> as everybody is in the country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, piggybacking off of uh, the last question that you had, um, I, I know uh, when Eddie was speaking earlier, he had mentioned that uh, more or less the you're the if you win this fight, you will be the mandatory to the winner uh, between Luke and Ryan. Um, how confident he'll be are my you? mandatory yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah they'll be your mandatory um you know clearly um he feels that luke is probably going to win that fight in his opinion eddie does but if ryan does win how confident are you that that is going to be the next fight or do you feel that that is not going to happen next and it's going to kind of like maybe draw out a bit to to drum in what you know promoters would say in the past to marinate a fight like that um, on our side, we, we would love to fight, but on his side, of course, you know, he, he said that he, he said that a fight with him, with me bores him. He'd rather fight a guy with tank wicks, with power in both hands and some crazy nonsense that I never heard of. So it just shows you that, you know, he's not, willing, he's not really willing to, to fight me, which is, it's fine. We move on. Is it a fight, a fight with Ryan Garcia is, is not the end of the world. Like I said, he has Instagram followers. I want to go make, I want to get belts. 
Well, uh, just a, one last question, um, Devin. Um, this is your first experience uh, being out there um, under these conditions. I'm just kind of curious, you know, how, how have you been handling going through all the, the precautions and, and all the, the different things um, as compared to other fights before? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm making the best out of it. I'm just happy that I passed my COVID test. Like, that was the, like, the whole cap, I was just thinking, like, Oh, oh my God, like, I hope I pass this test, hope I pass this test, hope I pass this test, because, you know, it just, it, it would suck if you did a whole training camp and you did everything and then you get here, finally here, and then you don't pass. But I'm happy that my whole team passed, we all passed, and now I'm really ready to go now. I know that it, the fight is on. Well, you just you, keep you your fingers crossed. Right, that Devin, Devin. Is, is negative. <laughs> that, that, Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie would know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Devin. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Ellie, set back, please. What's up, Devin? How are you feeling? Ellie, I'm feeling good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So Eddie said something very interesting a few minutes ago before you were live. He said that you chose the WBC route because you were confident you would beat Loma and you wanted that fight. So how would a fight with you and Loma look? I mean, I'm not sure how, exactly how it would look. I know I'll be victorious, and I've been saying this since, you know, for a while now, but it's like, if Loma was to want to fight me now, it would be like, dude, you, uh, uh, for a whole year, he acted like I didn't even exist. He wouldn't even say my name. He wouldn't even say anything. He wouldn't even think about me. So now it's like, oh, you, you want to fight now? It, it would just, it would be crazy to me. Now now we're moving forward uh, to Tiafimo. The, the fight with Tiafimo makes all the things in the world for the real undisputed. And uh, yeah. Have you ever sparred Tiafimo? Because I know you sparred Tank. Yeah, we, we me and Timo, me and Timo sparred twice. What did you take from that experience? Um, well, we sparred one time at uh, just one gym in Vegas. We sparred twice, and uh, it was a boxing lesson. That's all I can say. At the end of the day, I, just, I went in there and uh, boxed his socks off. Hey, thank you. Ames next, please. Hey, Devin. Pleasure to meet you I'm here for Boxing News TV. Uh, keep it the good work on Real Devin Haney TV as well. Been enjoying your content. Uh, Devin, you stand as WBC we're, we're champion. Filming right now as, we're filming right now as we speak. So. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Devin, you stand as WBC champion and a proud one at that. Do you feel the WBC franchise championship and status undermines your position as WBC champion? Yeah, uh, I do feel like the WBC, I mean, I, well, I feel like the franchise title is uh, a, a belt made for ducking. That's the, that's what I honestly feel. I feel like, you know, it, it's a belt where you don't have any mandatories. You don't have to fight mandatory. So what's the point? What is the point of what do you get out of winning a franchise, uh, franchise title? Thanks, no disrespect to WBC, but that's how I feel like the franchise belt is, is, is made for. The crazy thing is, is that Top Rank requested that Vasily Lomachenko be elevated to the franchise champion so he didn't have to fight his mandatory, which was Devin Haney. And he got beat in his next fight anyway. He should have just and, taken care of his of his mandatory obligation and fought Devin Haney. You know? And then they did the same thing for Tiafimo. Tiafimo petitioned to get the franchise, to fight, to fight Loma for the franchise title. So it's like, what's the point? Sorry, guys, that's my fault there. I was just uh, saying hello to Philip Herkovich. Um, let's have Crystal next, please. Hi. Um, 
what I wanted to ask you is I liked what you said about rest and relaxation as far as so maybe the shoulder you know it, it helped you out I think athletes we all have the problem of never resting enough but with the COVID all of this tell us a little bit about your camp your father Bill what does he have to say and was Zab Judah your godfather anybody there or could you go into a little bit of, of depth about uh, all your training yeah um during during quarantine um it just was um we were training at my house, me and my dad, we go to gym at my house. And that was like the beginning. Um, Cause like in the middle of quarantine, I, it was when I was like fully recovered, I was able to train and everything like that. So then that's how we, we started training. And then um, we did that for a couple of weeks or whatever. Then that's when we went to the boxing gym. My whole camp was in Vegas this time. Normally I go to snack and go train with Victor Conte and, and, and the whole snack family, but this time uh, me and my dad did training all at home in Vegas. Okay. And, and just your thoughts on Gamboa, who is an excellent fighter. I think Gamboa is an excellent fighter, and I think a lot of people are sleeping on him. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of people are sleeping on him that they forget that he went in there and he was tanks tough as test. He put a better fight than, Le than Leo Santa Cruz did. And everyone is praising Leo Santa Cruz. No disrespect to him. He did go in there and put up a good fight. But Gamboa put up a better fight with a torn Achilles. So you cannot go in there and think that Gamboa is a slouch or some, you know, someone who's washed up. He went in there and he, and he hurt him with a torn Achilles. So I cannot sleep on him. I know that he's going to come to fight. Thank you. Thank you. And the final question for uh, Devin. Uh, thanks so much, Devin, for doing this. The final question is from Eric Woodward. Hey, what's up, Devin? How you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? This is Eric Williard from ESPN, man. I got a chance to catch up with you and your dad yesterday. Okay, um, okay. You know, we talked a little bit about that shoulder injury, man. How long was that process of healing your shoulder and, like, before you were able to actually do any training? And, like, just that year off, man, can you go into that? Like, just how that, how, how much did that motivate you that year off? I want to say about maybe, like, four, four to five months of just, like, of, of nothing, of doing nothing, just, like, probably maybe like run from time to time. Cause, cause at first I couldn't even run because they were saying like, you know, you can't run with your, with your shoulder like that. But um, I needed it, honestly, I was fighting so much. I was training so hard, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a workhorse and I, I never stopped. So I felt like I finally, you know, needed the break and it gave me time to rest and recover. And now, now I'm here and I'm, in, I'm able to put my all into this fight because I know that I had time to recover, I had time to rest, I had time to have fun, I had time to, you know, do other things. And so now it, this camp, I was able to give my all and know, and know that, you know, that I put my all into it and I feel great. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, Devin. Devin's got to move next door and do some stuff with the zone. Thank you, 